Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Get ready to grip it and rip it. All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting. Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show. Golf, that's the language spoken here every Sunday on Tea to Green, the golf show. Hello to all. Thanks for listening and for being the most important part of what we do here every Sunday when we talk golf. Jay Ritchie. Along with Jerry Evans, producer Scott Cuddy, we're ready to talk golf today with two of the best in the business, two guys who've been covering golf for a while and doing a great job for a long, long time. Our guests today are Ron Syrak and Mike Perkey. Ron Syrak, we've had him on before. You see him a lot on the Golf Channel. He also covers ladies golf for LPGA.com, and he will be here today to help us look back on a terrific year for the LPGA and ladies' golf in general. We'll also look into the crystal ball with Ron for 2022 and see what the future could hold for the LPGA and for ladies' golf over the next 12 months. Ron Syrak here today on Tee to Green. And then later in the show, first-time guest Mike Perkey joins us. Can't believe we've never had Mike on the show before. He's been covering golf for more than 30 years, Golf Magazine, Global Golf Post, among others. Now as a contributing uh, editor and writer for Morning Read at SI.com. Two big stories in golf this past week. First, the death of Lee Elder. And second, the press conference that was held by Tiger Woods on the eve of his Hero World Challenge in the Bahamas. We'll get Mike's perspective and Mike's thoughts on those two events and more today here on Tee to Green. It's early Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at 7. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. What am I going to do? Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogey blues. You found it. It's America's longest-running network radio golf show. It's T to Green. Check out our website at tdgreenradio.com and like us on Facebook, too. We were teed up with Ron Syrak next here on T to Green. Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. 
Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it Cashback Match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. You're always up for some fun with the family. So you order the essentials, a new board game, some baking supplies, and even a new projector for outdoor movie night. And with the Bank of America Customized Cash Rewards Credit Card, you can choose to earn 3% cash back on online shopping, which could increase to up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member. Rewards which you can put toward an extra treat that everyone will enjoy, like an old-fashioned popcorn machine. Visit bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding and apply now. Copyright 2021 Bank of America Corporation. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800 449 1759. Your top source for golf news and entertainment on the radio, online, and on your smartphone. It's Tita Green. It's the Golf Show back with another edition. Thanks for joining us today. Along with Jerry Evans, I'm Jay Ritchie. We've got Scott Cuddy in Master Control and a big show for you today. How you doing, Jer? Oh, reasonably well, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Snowing, going to snow in Hawaii. Now, why is that? And here I know the real parts of Hawaii, I guess, that are kind of high yeah. elevation. That's just sometimes, I think for most people, that surprises everyone. And here in Colorado, we haven't had snow in so long. Like uh, 350 years or something like that. Uh, just nuts. Yeah. Anyways, snow and golf, not a good mix, but we're going to we're gonna do a, a quick U-turn here and talk a little bit about golf on today's show. It's a couple of great guests later in the hour. Mike Perkey will join us. Mike's morning uh Reed uh, at SI.com. He's a contributing writer. 
And we're going to look at a couple of the big stories in golf this week with Mike Tiger Woods had a press conference the other day, and everybody, the Twitterverse and everybody in golf kind of went crazy over that. And then uh, we lost Lee Elder a week ago. Yeah, a great man and a very, very fine golfer. But uh, more than than that, he broke some barriers. He and, sure did. And uh, I think that that's what he'll be always attributed to for for those breakages of the barriers and, and getting uh, blacks to, to actually be able to play in the Masters because for the longest time they weren't allowed. Yeah, for sure. And we'll do that later in the hour. Our first guest is standing by and ready to go. We haven't talked to Ron Syrak for a while. I see Ron all the time on the Golf Channel, and, of course, he writes for LPGA.com. And whenever we've got uh, something to talk about with the LPGA, we usually give him a call, and he's gracious enough to join us. And he's on the T to Green guest line right now. Hi, Ron. How are you? I'm doing great. Always a pleasure to be with you guys. Do you know Mike Perkey, by the way? I do. Back from the days when he was with uh, Golf Magazine. So uh, probably, I've probably been crossing paths with him for about 30, 35 years. <laughs> Yeah, you guys, I was thinking that, and, and, and I can't believe we've never had Mike on the show until today, but he's going to be on a little bit later in the hour. Uh, I wanted to, with you, I want to talk about, we want to talk about uh, the LPGA and the year that it had in 2021. And I was thinking about this last night. Uh, you know, the, the golf in general had a, had a big year. The PGA, of course, had, um, had Phil win a major they had the Bryson DeChambeau and the Bryson and Brooks thing gone. Matsuyama wins the Masters. Rory McIlroy came back big. So they had a big year. The older guys, the Champions Tour, with an infusion of new talent like Jim Furyk and Phil and Ernie Els and, of course, Bernard Longer just keeps trucking away. They had a good year. So the, the ladies could have gotten lost in the shuffle, but they didn't because the uh, because of like the the Corda sisters and uh, uh, J Y Coe and Lexi Thompson, so they everything's kind of going along pretty good, including on the LPGA tour. Yeah, uh, you know the first thing that you have to to look at is the LPGA negotiated its way through the pandemic really brilliantly. Uh, they they had virtually no interruption some of the uh some you know a third of the players in the LPGA are based outside the United States so there were some travel issues for some players and in the case of Jin Young Ko she won five tournaments and all of those were in the second half of the year it took her a while to get her feet back on the ground but the way the LPGA negotiated uh, the pandemic in both uh, 2020 and 2021 was was brilliant and then you look at the winners this year, and uh, uh, the majors, uh, there were four first-time winners in the majors, Patty Tavitanic at Yukasaso, Nellie Korda, Minji Lee, and then uh, Anna Nordquist won the fifth major, and that was her, it was her third time. So it, the, it continued to show the depth and breadth of talent in, in women's golf. And it came down to player of the year, came down to the uh, last event of the year, the tour championship between Jin Young Ko and Nellie Korda, and uh, Jin Young won it, one player of the year. She ended up with five wins for the season. Uh, Nellie ended up with four. So uh, um, the two the two top players in the world rankings were the two best players on the tour. And they also played, did they not, for like the largest purse in uh, LPGA Tour history? 
$1.5 million, yep, the largest purse. And that's another bit of uh, good news that came up at the, uh, at the end of the year at the Tour Championship. They released the schedule for next year. They're going to be playing for a minimum of $85.7 million in 2022. Um, a decade ago, well, in uh, 2010, it was $41 million. So the prize money in women's golf has more than doubled. And I expect some of that to go up. I, I, I would guess the USGA will, will increase the women's open uh, purse a little bit. Uh, and Chevron signed on as the new title sponsor for the ANA Inspiration. This will be the last year they play it in uh, Mission Hills in Palm Springs. They're going to move it to Texas after that. But uh, they, they're increasing the prize money there. So the uh, women's game continues on an upswing. Do you think it's just because uh, the women have uh, I mean, attracted the attention, not not just uh, from from the viewing standpoint, but the fact that they are very talented and uh, they're able to really go out there and, and some of them dominate, some of them just are out there on tour, you know, trying to get their feet wet and whatnot. Do you think it's because the talent level is, is so much higher now? I, I do think that the talent level is is a lot deeper, but uh, uh, more importantly, um, they're getting they're getting broader exposure too. I, I've always felt that the biggest critics that I know, both among the media and the fans, the biggest critics of women's golf among the media and the fans are people who don't watch the tournaments. <laughs> you know, when you go to an LPJ event, you realize that they're great athletes to be around. They're so easy to interact with, and when you watch the game, uh, you realize um, um, how much fun it is. It, it, it's got a lot of the stuff that's that's slowly disappearing from the men's game as the men's game becomes more and more of a power game. Game. Uh, I remember uh, at the Solheim Cup this year at Inverness in Toledo and watching um, women uh, hitting hybrids into some of the par fours and having to figure out uh, where to land the ball so it would chase back to the hole. And, 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 and I, I think the recreational golfer realizes they have, their game has more in common with the women players than it does with PGA Tour players. And when they watch it, they, they relate to the game a lot more, and that continues to grow the audience. That's a great point. I've been saying that for years. I can watch the guys, but I can never hit a ball 300, 350 yards. I can relate, and, and some of the things you just described with the women's game, I can relate to that. I'm the guy hitting hybrids into the par fours just like they are, and I'm having to plan my approaches to the green to roll and bounce right. and carry and stuff like that. I can't relate to 350-yard drives. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I remember, uh, uh, in, I, I believe it was the year 2000, might have been 1999, the only player on the PGA Tour to average over 300 yards off the tee was John Daly. And now everybody's hitting at 340, you know. It's, and, and, and to me, one of the things that's changed uh, even more dramatically in the men's game, it, it's not so much the 340-yard drive, it's the 210-yard 7-iron. You know, yeah, <laughs> the, the guys yeah, who can they sure. can hit a high shot with spin from 210 yards out. <laughs> that's a, that's a game to which I don't relate. And the 180 yard, 80 yard pitching wedges too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You mentioned the ANA inspiration. Is that is that kind of a sore point, or have people kind of accepted that now that it's going to be going away and moving from the desert where it's been since uh, its inception? 
it's funny. Uh, uh, there hasn't been as much blowback as I thought. There was way more blowback when they changed the LPGA championship to the uh, KPMG Women's PGA. There were a lot of the old-time players did not like the idea of giving up the name LPGA championship to become the Women's PGA. None of those people would would back that argument right now because they realize the PGA of America and KPMG have not only increased the prize money dramatically, but the venues have been spectacular. You know, I mean, they're playing uh, this year. They're in 2022. They're going to play a congressional. You know, so uh, they've been they've been going to really really good golf courses. They have played for 50 years on the Mission Hills course in Palm Springs. Dinah Shore started that tournament. It, it, it is the oldest continuous event at, at the same venue in, in the LPGA, and it's hard to walk away from that. But the fact is, it hasn't been the same tournament in terms of the party atmosphere and stuff for the last, I'd say, five or six years. Uh, and Chevron not only is coming in with a, and, and up in the prize money, but they signed a six-year deal, and the LPGA doesn't get too many six-year contracts. PGA Tour does, wow. but the LPGA to get a sponsor to sign on for six years and a national sponsor, an international sponsor like Chevron, uh, that's a big deal. Um, so, so there's been less blowback than, than I was expecting. All right. Ron Syrak is our guest. Ron, I hear the music. We're coming up on a break. We'll keep you with us, though, and pick it up on the other side as we're talking to Ron Syrak about ladies' golf, the LPGA, and the LPGA Tour in 2021 and 22. Back after this on Tee to Green. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 
That's 800-693-8290. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 It's Destination Listening for dedicated golfers and you have found it today. It's T.D. Green. It's the Golf Show with Jerry Evans. I'm Jay Ritchie. We're talking golf. Coming up, Mike Perky from SI.com's Morning Read joins us. We're continuing with Ron Syrak with the Golf Channel and LPGA.com. We're talking LPGA golf. And uh, Mike, uh, Ron, one, one question, one more question about the ANA inspiration, then we'll move on from that. Have they found, I know they're, they're playing at Mission Hills this spring, but have they found a course in the Houston area yet? No, not that I've heard. Uh, you know, there's certainly quite a few good golf courses there, and, uh, um, uh, you know, the, the trick for them is they're they going to have to figure out a way to, to transfer some of the tradition from, uh, um, from, from Mission Hills uh, to, the new, to the new venue, uh, but uh, I haven't heard where it's going to be, but uh, um, I'm sure that they're going to they're find a very suitable venue for it. As I said, Chevron's got deep pockets. Yeah, that's for sure. And you, know, and you can com- compare it in some ways to if they moved the Masters out of Augusta, where would, where would they put it and how would they keep yeah. some of that tradition? Because yeah, in a, a way it's kind of like that. Yeah, for a long time until they added the Avion as as the fifth major. Uh, uh, the the, uh, um, the well, it started out as the Dinah Shore was the only major played on the same venue every year. You know, the other ones moved around, so it was like the Masters in that way. And it's like the Masters in a sense that for the viewers, the TV viewers, um, you know all the holes there, and it's got a great finishing hole, a, a par five uh, with sort of an island green, peninsula green that uh, is reachable in two. So there's been a lot of I, I saw Kari Webb hole out for eagle there to win. I saw uh, Brittany yeah. Lissacombe uh, uh, eagle there to win. You know, uh, I've seen players make seven there to lose. So uh, it was a great finishing hole. Ron Syrak with his Ron. Um, I was thinking about this uh, last night too. It came down to Nellie Corda and uh, J.Y. Coe at the final event, the LPGA Championship event at the end of the season. And that was great. It was a great storyline. It was a great matchup. And it was probably the two best players in the world. But with with the focus on those two, did they kind of shortchange maybe some of the other great current uh, female players that are out there like Lydia Ko and Lexi Thompson and stuff like that, did they kind of get lost in the shuffle there? 
Well, they uh, Lydia and Lexi both finished in the top ten in that tournament, so they were in the mix. But the fact was that uh, that, that uh, Jin Young Ko and 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 Nelly just played great and blew everybody away, particularly uh, Jin Young. Uh, I believe she shot the 128 on the weekend, you know, so <laughs> that's pretty good. But, uh, you know, one of the storylines that, that emerged in 2021 is the fact that um, uh, Lydia Ko is, I think, back, you know, now. Uh, she's sort of been the uh, uh, um, the Rory McIlroy of, of women's golf and that she won a whole lot of majors at an early age and hasn't won any majors in a while. Uh, but she looks like she's going to, con- uh, I think, be a contender in the majors next year still only 24 years old uh got 16 wins already in a in a couple of majors um and uh the other storyline that that emerged in 2021 is very quietly um uh, the americans uh have quite a presence in the top 20 uh in the world rankings right now i mean uh, uh, you got uh, both quarters are in there danielle kang lexi thompson uh, um uh, i think Looking ahead, uh, Jennifer Cupcho is going to break through at some point and win a bunch of tournaments. Uh, there was uh, one of the rookies out there with Yalimi No from California uh, has enormous talent. So uh, the Americans are are um, creeping their way back into the into the mix of of what had been sort of a, a Korean dominated uh, uh, top twenty for the last uh, half dozen years. Doesn't it seem like uh, it's almost like baseball when they got the farm system and they're bringing up their players, you know, and from their youth and then they get in there and they get a lot of good training and everything like that. Do you think you can attribute that somewhat to how baseball relates the farm system to how the uh, ladies are preparing for the tour? I think a couple things are going on there. One is uh, that uh, college golf in the United States has gotten so much better, both on the men's and the women's level. You know, and uh, and I think that uh, it used to be if you were a really good player, uh, you would. Uh, um, uh, either skip college completely or leave it early and go right to the satellite tours because that was the only way to get your game better for the competition of the PGA Tour, the LPGA. But now the quality of golf is so good uh, uh, on the college level that players are staying in there. Uh, Jennifer Cupcho and Maria Fossey both did four years in college uh, before turning pro. So we're seeing the colleges uh, uh, develop players better. And you look uh, this year, uh, the European Solheim Cup team, I think there were seven, seven or eight players in their team who played college golf in the United States. So that's happening more and more. And then you're seeing the Ladies European Tour, which now has a business relationship with the LPGA, essentially functioning uh, as more of a feeder tour into the LPGA. So I think between those, uh, the Japan LPGA, the Korea LPGA, the Ladies European Tour, they've got a very, very good network pumping talent into the LPGA. One of the things that changed in 2021 in the Ladies Golf 2 is a new commissioner uh, for the LPGA Tour. Uh, she's been keeping a low profile. What do you think? Yeah, you know, I think that Molly is, uh, she, she was the athletic director at Princeton. Uh, um, she's a, a, a big big hockey fan, big soccer fan. She played hockey, she played soccer. Uh, she's uh, and, and I think that she's doing a smart thing by, um, she's 
following a tough act, Mike Wan was uh, a, a terrific, terrific commissioner. Uh, he took the um, he took the tour over when uh, it really its future was was up in the air in a lot of ways, both from decisions made by the previous commissioner and then the the Great Recession uh, in. 2011, uh, uh, Mike's first full year as commissioner, they were down to 23 tournaments on that tour, half of them outside the United States. That's the fewest tournaments that the LPGA had had since 1971. Uh, and Mike brought it back to, to 34 tournaments, and as I said, more than doubled the, the prize money. So I, I think that Molly's trying to ease her way into the picture. Uh, this, um, she, it was funny on social media. She took a lot of heat for moving the uh, um, the A and A tournament from Mission Hills to Texas, <laughs> and in fact, she had nothing to do with that contract. That was negotiated by Mike Wan, uh, you know. And and Mike knew that that he was all, that was one of his strengths. He was willing to make the difficult decisions, as he did when he changed the LPGA Championship to the Women's PGA. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how, how, how Molly progresses. Mike had a big personality. That's a tough act to follow. Yeah, sure is. Do you anticipate uh, uh, some players coming out even better in 2022, maybe make some predictions about uh, how they might fare in the upcoming year? Well, I do think that uh, uh, that Lydia Ko's bounce back is is for real, and I think we're going to see even more from her next year. There were a couple of rookies this year. Uh, Patty Cavatanikit from Thailand, who won the ANA Inspiration last year, was the Rookie of the Year this year, and uh, uh, she won that pretty easily. But she was followed on there by Leona McGuire of Ireland, who had a very, very, very good uh, Solheim Cup, went 5-0 and in Solheim Cup. And uh, the other player, the American that I mentioned, Yalimi No, who's a teenager from California, uh, I'm looking for, for big things from them. Uh, the LPGA's Q Series is going on right now. It's a grueling 144-hole tournament. Uh, today's the fourth round of an eight-round tournament. And one of the players to keep an, an eye on there is uh, Hinako Shibuno of Japan. She won the 2019 uh, Women's British Open uh, in uh, in England and was offered LPGA membership then, turned it down. She said, I'm not ready. Uh, I need to get better by playing on the Japan Tour. So she, you have to take the uh, exemption when it's offered. She didn't do it, so now she's a Q school. Uh, I think she'll get through Q school, and I think she'll be starting to keep an eye on next year. I know last year or this year, 2021, was a Solheim Cup year. Are there any big uh, international competitions coming up next year? Well, you know, we sort of don't know what's going to happen with the international crown. That was supposed to happen. It was supposed to exist in uh, 2020. Uh, and then, of course, the pandemic wiped it out. Um, and it's not on the schedule right now. It looks like it might it, that might be going away. So the next international competition will be the Solheim Cup in 2023 uh, in Spain. And, th- and then they're going to come right back with another Solheim Cup in 2024 to get back onto an even-year schedule to get away from the Ryder Cup has now moved because of the pandemic to an odd-year schedule. They did this once before when 9-11 uh, caused cancellations back in uh, in in 2001, but uh, the LPGA is going to go back to an even year schedule. So we will have back to back Solheim Cups in 20, 2023 and 2024. When they come back to the U.S., where is it going to be? 
Don't know yet, and that'll be interesting to see. There's uh, there's a lot of interesting venues that are, that are in the in the mix. Uh, that's an event that continues to grow and grow and grow. And you know, it wasn't that long ago, about a decade ago, when people were saying Solheim Cup needs to be blown up. They need to start including the Asian players in it. But over the last few years, the competition has been so intense. Uh, it, yeah, it's been so yeah. intense that uh, there's no question now that the Solheim Cup is there forever. And the best event in all of women's sports, if you ask me, the Solheim Cup. Ron Syrak, Golf Channel, LPGA.com. Great talking to you, Ron. Always fun talking ladies' golf. You do a great job whenever you talk about it. And uh, you have a great holiday season and a great upcoming 2022. Talk to you down the road, my friend. It's Ron Syrak. Yeah, good stuff. I'll tell you what, he knows it all. Yeah, very good stuff. Mike Perky also knows it all. He'll be on next year on Tee to Green. Yes. Yes to clean, fresh ingredients. Yes to the new chicken sausage and pepperoni flatbread topped with rich mozzarella. Yes to delicious mac and cheese. Yes to putting it on a sandwich, creating the grilled mac and cheese sandwich. And yes to impromptu road trips to Sandwich, Illinois. Because that's living life to the flavor fullest. Get $1 delivery when you order on our app. Panera, live your yes. Pricing and product availability may vary. Visit PaneraBread.com. Trade Pros. Ferguson is committed to making business with us the easiest part of your day. Ferguson.com is designed to help run your business from the office to the job site by making your day-to-day activities easier with 24-7 account access, unmatched online inventory, and on-the-go account management. And with our Pro Plus customer loyalty program, you can earn points with every online purchase, redeemable for merchandise, event tickets, trips, and more. Sign up today at Ferguson.com. When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 
800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. News, interviews, and lots of fun for everyone interested in golf. That's what we do here every Sunday on Tee to Green. It's the golf show with Scott Cuddy and Master Control. I'm Jay Ritchie alongside Jerry Evans and our next guest standing by and ready to go. Like our last guest, Ron Syrock, Mike Perky has been covering golf for over 30 years. And right now he's the contributing writer, one of the contributing writers for SportsIllustrated.com, SI.com's Morning Read. And we welcome him for the first time to Tee to Green. Hi, Mike. How you doing? Morning, guys. How are you? Great! I can't believe all these years we've never we've never had you on the show before. And Ron Syrak said, "Tell you hi, by the way." Yeah. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Ron's a great guy. Yeah. yeah it's James' fault everything. that you haven't been on here. Just so you know. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, how are things going for you these days at, at SI dot com and the Morning Read? Oh, it's, everything's great. You know, we're. Uh, uh, Morning Read is now providing golf content for SI.com, and um, uh, it's pretty exciting times. Yeah, it's the world of, of uh, journalism and covering golf has changed a lot in recent years, hasn't it? Oh my goodness, the landscape is totally different than it was, you know, even ten years ago, and certainly twenty years ago. The uh, the number of outlets has shrunk, the number of writers. Uh, are dwindling, uh, you know, for the consumer, uh, the number of places to get your reliable golf information uh, is a lot fewer than it, it ever was. So it's incumbent on those who are still here uh, to try to do it right and to try to, to give readers the kind of content that they need and deserve. Do you blame that on uh, on technology? I think yeah, it's it's uh, it's a product of technology. Uh, printed word, uh, you know, print magazines. I worked for Golf Magazine for a long time. Printed magazines and newspapers uh, just didn't get the the internet properly. Uh, they were way late to the party, and you know, advertisers started drifting away, and readers started drifting away. And you know, when you could get all your news. Uh, on your phone, um, I remember when I was working at, at Golf Magazine, George Pepper was the editor and, and one of the most visionary people I've ever worked for. And when the Internet first started happening, George said, it won't be any good unless you can put it in your hand and take it to the beach with you. And he was absolutely right. And yep. now that we take it anywhere with us, oh, why would I subscribe to a printed magazine? Yeah, we're so glad that you're out there doing it and covering all the big stories in golf. We want to talk about a couple of them uh, with you today on the show. Lee Elder passed away a week ago now, and uh, you know, did his his passing get the kind of coverage that you that he deserved and you thought he would get? Well, he would have gotten a whole lot more coverage, you know, had you know printed outlets, newspapers, and magazines you know, still been in existence. But, you know, considering what's out there and what's available, yeah, I think he got uh, as much coverage as probably he was going to get. Um, you know, 
especially by those of us who were around back then and, and know what the significance was uh, of his life and, and, and the things that happened to him and, and the fact that he was the first African-American man to play in the Masters. It's sort of like uh, Jackie Robinson in baseball. He was like the Jackie Robinson in golf because he was the first black to, to break the barrier and actually get to play in the Masters. I think a, a lot of the, that is lost in translation because it seems like, I mean, it was so long ago that people have kind of forgotten about it, and then it came to the forefront once again with his passing. You know, what, what we forget to realize is that, you know, in 1974 when he won the Monsanto Open in uh, Pensacola to, to qualify for an invitation to the Masters, uh, the American South was a lot different than it is now. Uh, Elder got uh, several dozen death threats on the, in the run-up to the Masters, and he had to rent two houses at Augusta so that nobody would know exactly where he was at any given time. That's, that's the kind of world we were living in uh, back then. But Lee Elder uh, rose above that. Uh, he didn't concentrate on that. You know, when he... Uh, went to compete in the Masters. He only described the good stuff, that he got standing ovations at every tee and every green. And and even on the first day that he arrived for, for the Masters, uh, he was at the clubhouse, and all of the, the Augusta National staff, who was almost 100% African-American, uh, stood at attention when he walked in, which... Uh, I wasn't there. I wish I had been, but it had to be a very moving experience. And he was he was pretty good golfer too. He he wasn't just there as a token. Oh, he he won four tournaments on the PGA Tour. Uh, he he was the first uh, African American to compete in the Ryder Cup. Um, he won eight times on what was then the Senior PGA Tour. Oh, Lee Elder was quite a player. And in fact, when he came along. Um, he started caddying in, at Tennyson Park in Dallas, which was uh, a hotbed for gamblers. And he was spotted by the legendary gambler and hustler Titanic Thompson as a teenager. And Thompson took Elder with him on the road. Uh, and Thompson would find a mark in a particular town and play the guy and beat him and tell the guy, tell you what, I'll let you play my caddy tomorrow. See if you can get even. And Elder was his caddy, and you know Elder would, would, you know, would beat the guy out of a bunch of money, and he'd go to the next town to do the same thing. And Elder had to play most of his golf when he decided to turn professional on what was in the United Golf Association tour, which was a tour for black golfers. And uh, and he won twenty of twenty three tournaments that he entered uh, in uh, right before he decided to, to qualify for the tour, and. Uh, and in 1968, he was a tour member. You know, that's an incredible story and something that I think a lot of people have A good movie. Well, it really would. Yeah. You know, that's something else. Is You know, when you look back on that, it's something that I think people didn't realize, especially in today's society. They said, they, they say all the time, well, did that really happen? You know, but in this particular case, oh, yeah, it definitely happened. And that's why I think he he deserves all the respect in, in the whole wide world because of the fact that he was the one who broke through that barrier and was was able to launch 
uh, more and more people, not only from the black community, but probably from every other ethnic source as well. He was a humble, graceful man who never was bitter about anything that ever happened to him while he played golf. Um, he, uh, you know, he knew that when he teed it up at Augusta National, it wasn't for him. It was for the the, the African Americans who came before him: Charlie Silver, uh, Teddy Rhodes, Pete Brown, uh, and and a number of others who blazed the trail uh, for somebody like Lee Elder to be uh, the pioneer. And he knew he owed it to them. Yeah, great legacy to leave behind. And speaking of blazing the trail for others, Tiger Woods, one of those who benefited as as well. And we heard and saw Tiger this past week for the first time in a while. What did you think of the press conference and his uh, pronouncements about his future and about his recovery from that auto accident? Well, you know, the first thing, guys, that that struck me uh, was he said it wasn't quite 50-50, but it was – it was close to it that he was going to leave the hospital with only one leg. And, you know, what a frightening possibility that had to be, uh, you know, for the greatest, one of the two greatest players of all time uh, to lose his leg in a, in, a, in a car wreck like that. And then the other thing that, that struck me was that he said, you know, he would never, ever play the tour full time again. Um, which was, you know, kind of news and kind of wasn't because he hasn't played full-time on the tour in a number of years for a number of different reasons, back injuries, knee injuries. Um, But, you know, he says that if he's able to come back and play tour-level golf, and that's a big if, I'm not not entirely convinced that he's going to be able to do that to his satisfaction. But if he does, he's probably only going to play four, five, six tournaments a year, if that. Uh, I'm still not convinced uh, that he's going to be ready to do that, even though we've seen him, you know, on social media now hitting three woods and drivers this week from from Albany down in the Bahamas. He's only hitting those balls about, you know, half speed or a little more. Um, I, I'm, just, I'm just not convinced that that he's going to be able to play at the level he he, he finds it reasonable to well, play not, at. You not only have to take into consideration his leg, you also what about all the back problems he's had? And uh, I think that it's going to be awful tough for him to come back from all of that and get out there and, and play even a couple of tournaments a year. Uh, I admire his, uh, you know, his ability to recover and to uh, – make predictions about what he might be able to do, but uh, let's face it, those were really earth-shattering injuries. Oh, his the, the two bones, the tibia and the, and the fibia in his, in his lower leg, were both absolutely pulverized. I mean, they were, they were shattered in a number of places that took multiple surgeries and steel rods to put it back together. Um, and we don't even know how it affected back when he was doing his uh, press conference the other day somebody asked him if he was in pain he said yeah my leg hurts and my back hurts and he said in the golf digest interview that you know when his leg gets tired his back hurts and when his leg gets fatigued he just has to shut it down so he's not in he's not even close 
to be in at any kind of uh, tournament speed. Uh, they're all everybody's all breathless now that that there's a possibility he might play in the in the father son in a couple of weeks. I'm not so sure that's going to happen. Yeah, the PNC he would play with Charlie, his son. Is that yeah. what they're talking about? That's it. Yep. You know, he's going to be able to ride in the cart. You know, he'll ride the cart up next to the green. You know, he'll let Charlie hit a lot of tee shots because Charlie's playing the way up tees. Uh, but still, you know, he's going to be out there, uh, you know, for four and a half or five hours. He's going to be doing a lot of standing on the greens. Um, you know, I just think he's going to get too tired. Yeah, and there's a there's a, and anybody who's who's played golf knows there's a huge difference hitting balls on the driving range versus getting out and and walking a golf course or even riding a golf course. Yesterday on the Hero World Challenge Tigers event down in the Bahamas, he was on Golf Channel with uh, with Steve Sands and David Faraday, and Sands asked him about you know hitting drivers. Uh, was it a risk? He said. If I were hitting it at full speed, it would be a risk, but not at the speed I'm hitting it at. So that yeah, you know that tells me a lot right there. Exactly. What does that tell you? Mike Perky, Morning Read, SI.com. If you want to follow his stuff and read his stuff and be a regular reader. Mike, this has been great talking to you. We'll get you back on. We won't wait 30 years to get you on the show again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks All for right. having me on. You bet. Anytime. And have a great holiday. Mike Perky with us from Morning Read at SI.com. We will take a quick break, and we'll be back with more of Tita Green and wrap up the show right after this. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the Window Replacement Hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the Window Replacement Hotline now. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. <laughs> Good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. 
In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Hello? You there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo, I bet that would scare the heck out of you. <laughs> but seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa, that's ridiculous. Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra 600 you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. Fastest hour in radio and the quickest hour in golf. T.D. Green continues as we're not done yet. Uh, checking golf around the world these days, there's not much happening because of the time of year and the holidays coming up. But they are golfing in the Bahamas. Tiger's Hero World Challenge hosted by Tiger Woods. They took off, took a year off last year because of the pandemic and COVID, but they resumed uh, this year at Albany Golf Course in the Bahamas, one of the most exclusive golf resorts in the world. Just 20 players in the field, but some of the biggest names in golf. Tiger not playing, of course, but he is hosting. And going into the final round today, Colin Morikawa, maybe the best player in the world right now, has a five-shot lead in second place. Brooks Kepka, fresh off a of whipping Bryson DeChambeau in their match in Las Vegas a couple of weeks ago. Kepka, uh, Morikawa's 18 under par. Kepka 13 under par, five shots back. It'll take a super round by Kepka and a collapse by Morikawa for that to change today. Uh, five players tied in the next spot. Sam Burns, Tony Finau, Patrick Reed, Daniel Berger, Victor Hovland are all at 12 under par. Scotty Scheffler is at minus 11, seven shots back and eight shots back. Bryson DeChambeau, who was the first-round leader, DeChambeau, is at minus 10 in the Bahamas at the Tiger Woods Hero World Challenge. And that is pretty much what's the only thing on the golf docket on this weekend. Our thanks to Ron Syrak, LPGA.com, and Golf Channel for joining us today. And also a big thank you and appreciation to uh, Mike Perky, contributing writer for Morning Read at SI.com. And that's going to do it for the big show. We appreciate you joining us. Thanks to Jerry. Thanks to Scott Cuddy in Master Control. I'm Jay Ritchie. Till next time, get them long. Get them straight. <laughs>